I'm Jess. And I'm George. And this is Transpantastic, a podcast about gender, identity, orientation, and all the life that happens between it. So a couple weeks ago you said to me, Hey, maybe we should consider not having our podcast every week because you were spending an excessive amount of time getting ready for your new job and trying to edit, and it wasn't going so well. So... And I, I suggested said, that, and, and you, you said you, you you did suggest that, and I and I said no, no, the the podcasts that have done that that I've listened to that was their first step in pod fading. Right. I, I don't want to signal that to our listeners. No, your your response didn't surprise me, so I thought okay. And then last week you said, "Holy shit, we're out of material." Yes, and you had no time to do anything about that because math. Because math. So much math. Well, the problem isn't even the math at this point. The problem is that there's a lot of everything. And... Explain a lot of everything, because to me, a lot of everything would also mean time to do things that we want to. And that's not no, one of the everythings that you're talking that about. That is not in the everythings we're talking about. There have been extra children challenges. And starting the new job was a challenge, and your health is still not the best. And so my health also took a nosedive, and then it's just one thing after another, and we haven't been able to do anything we want to include record. Yes, and I don't think you want to grade papers for as many hours per evening as you have. I do not, and I wouldn't have to if the parents of my students were not so fucking nuts. That probably would help. So before I even started school, like the week before school starts, I'm already getting emails from parents. And let me just say, you like your job. I love my job in the classroom. You don't love your job in the emails. I do not love my job in the emails. I was getting emails before school even started from parents saying, how do I, what do I, where do I, what does my kid need? What can I do to set them up for success this year? Now, I teach math at a gifted program in a middle school. Right. And so these parents are used to their children being the high achievers, the high performers, and getting the attention for that. Yes, whether the kids like it or not. And the parents have become kind of high maintenance. It's my understanding that... Kind of, sort of, entirely. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. A lot of these kids are there not because they are above and beyond their peers, but because they are privileged. They have advantages academically because they have advantages socioeconomically. Yes. And so, you know, basically these parents are wanting to make sure that their kids stay ahead and they're already emailing me before their kids have even gotten into my classroom. And then I'm getting the emails the first week of school saying, my kids are saying there's too much homework. There's guidelines for homework. There are district guidelines for homework. The expectation is a certain number of minutes per number of grades that they have accomplished. And I was assigning work that should be fitting within this guideline if the students are at the developmental level to take the course that I'm offering. We have personal experience in this problem as well. If if the kid can't do the work because he's not at that level or she but at our house, he. Yes. It's going to take longer. It is. Our fourth grader should be having approximately 30 minutes of homework a night, but it usually takes closer to an hour. Oh, more than an hour. But his teacher has been helpful. 
you know, I'm getting these emails saying there's too much homework and you're not teaching my kids how to do this homework. And the first unit is supposed to be review. So I shouldn't have to be teaching them how. I should be pointing them to remember how. That's the review part. That That is generally how review works, but... Generally. I'm getting all these emails from all these parents that are basically telling me that I'm doing a shit job and their child is suffering. And I'm thinking, what the hell? Because, I mean, I've dealt with entitled parents before, and... That's what you thought. Well... <laughs> All the pushback I'm getting from the parents, at this point I'm thinking, is this because the parents are entitled or is there something about me? Because I was not familiar with this culture. And so I'm checking in with the other teachers, like, is this something that happens? Is this part of the culture? And then I'm thinking, is this because I'm queer? As queers, you always have that question. Sometimes not even in the back of your head, but it's in there somewhere. Yeah. And I don't make my orientation or identity a topic of discussion in the classroom. No, it's not it's a math. Thing. Math is the topic of discussion in I the classroom. I'm here to teach math, not sex ed. Yes. So, no. But I also believe that visibility matters. So my lanyard has a rainbow and some of my other classroom accessories have rainbows so that Students who are coming into their identity or their orientation or a realization of their identity or orientation need functioning, healthy adults to identify with. So they will see the rainbows that you applied to the math. They will see the rainbows that I wear as a lanyard or that I have on my phone case or that I use as a desktop background and say, hey, this might be a safe person to talk to. That would be good. It would be good. So even though I don't make a thing of it, it's there and it's visible and there's a rainbow on my wedding ring and there's a rainbow on my lanyard. And if someone is from a very conservative family who has been taught to fear the rainbow, hate the rainbow. Do they do that? Never taste the rainbow. They teach them to fear rainbows? Rainbows are symbols of the gay and the gay is the devil and the rainbow will infect you with the devil. People are weird as fuck. They sure are. That's why I'm looking at you like this. Yeah. I don't even know what to say. You know, and that's the thing. Like people, I remember talking to people when I was really embedded in Christian culture, like as a thinking and agnostic Christian humanist, there are still people who will see that word Christian and think that they can tell me all about how the Buddha statue downstairs in our living room means that we've invited Satan into our home. And then we say, well, then you should leave now. <laughs> you know? Yes. So anyway, I'm like, did did this come up with some parent and now it's becoming an issue because in the American West, the Mormons are a thing. True fact. And all of my colleagues were like, no, that never happens. That's not what's happening here. See it's certainly not. Straight cisgendered peoples. It's sort of like how our friend who we'll talk with in our next episode, our indigenous trans man of color friend who his white wife had no clue about the racism that he deals with. Including hers. Including hers. Right. And so my colleagues have no clue that that could even be a thing. And they're like, no, 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 it's, it's just the culture here. And... 
I didn't know whether to believe them or not. And it turns out... Because you knew they didn't know what the hell they were talking it's about. It's true. Yeah. It's true. They don't know nothing about what queer people They don't experience. know about the queer, but they do know about the new teacher in that program experience. Yes. And it turns out that this is fairly typical for new teachers in this program. Trial by fire. Or email, in this case. I was thinking more like hazing. <laughs> yeah, I think probably that's... That's probably... Yeah, I think it qualifies... I think so too. Mm -hmm. And so all the emails and I get between three and four hours a week in which I'm supposed to have prep time to prepare my lessons and grade my papers per week, three to four hours per week in like baked into my daily schedule. You know, I'm teaching classes for all but one of my periods each day. And then I have one period where I'm supposed to be able to get shit done. In this case, shit is emails. Yes. <laughs> And emails are shit. Yes, they are. Oh, fuck. So yeah, the math was not getting graded, and I'm getting tests and projects and papers backed up that I'm bringing home every freaking night. And, and having three to four hours per night of emails interspersed with the work you're trying to do. Yes. I, I've After that first week, I restricted myself to responding to parents during the school day. I will only respond to them during my prep period. I will not respond to them before school. I will not respond to them after school. I will not respond to them in a house. I will not respond to them with a mouse. Good idea. I will respond to them at school and only during my prep period. But I will respond to students asking questions about homework if I'm awake, because I want them to be able to get their questions answered and get their work done. And you're awake a lot. Like, I go to bed, and eventually, supposedly, there you are. I'm a night person. Yeah. It's true. But you're having to get up very early. I am having to get up very early. And that's, you know, as long as I was able to get to bed early enough, then that's okay. But lately it hasn't been. And, you know, it's cutting into our time together. It's cutting into my time to help you manage children. It's cutting into everything. It's cutting into recording and editing time. But it does seem to be getting better. Because for one, it turns out that a lot of these kids were having problems with the homework because they were in the wrong class. Well, that could do it. It could. I am teaching high school math to middle school students. Right. Some of them were not ready for high school math and really needed the middle school math. Fair enough. Or hopefully so. Well, as long as the parents agree that it's fair enough, then we can move that. So there's less grading now, but there's still a lot. And the emails are starting to taper off, and then they're starting to pick up again. And then they start to taper off, and then they start to pick up again. And so I'm not quite sure what to make of that. And so I sent an email the other day to my coordinator, and I said, number one, how do I deal with this problem? Number two, how do I tell kids that they still have to do the math even if they don't like it? Because parents around here don't like us telling kids to do things they don't want to do. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> remember what do I said entitled? Yes, I remember that. <laughs> okay. And yeah. number three, am I about to get thrown under the bus? Because it's happened to me before and this is what it felt like. And so he came and observed me and he watched me teach. And he was smiling the entire time. That's good. It is. And he says, oh my gosh, you were amazing. I don't see what the hell anyone has to complain about. And I said, I don't either. And I get an email that night from my former mentor for my master's program at the high school up the hill. And she says, your Facebook has been looking a little rough lately. How are you doing? Is there anything I can help with? And I said, no, inside my class is heaven, outside of my class is hell. 
I get so many parent emails that I don't have time to grade at school. Other than that, I mean, my students are wonderful. They're learning the stuff I'm teaching. That, oh, when you get it, I hear that all the time. And that's like the best thing in my world. But then there are parents. And she sends me back this email that says, how many dumb questions can they have? I said, oh, all of the dumb questions. All of them. It's true. They're not even close to being done. (laughs) No, they're not. Uh, But on the upside, at least I do have, you know, all of my administrators are on board. Everyone has either seen me teach or seen the results of my teaching. And everyone is on board with, you know, supporting me and backing me up when parents go on the attack. Good. Doesn't make it easier to be getting a tact but you know how when you um you go to a web page and it's not working right and you get like a an error 404 or something like that Mm -hmm. you need to do that to your email and make them think it's not working for a while (laughs) and then have a little vacation from email you think yes that would be nice unfortunately the district requires us to respond to parent emails in 24 to 48 hours can they hear the crickets (laughs) Yes, they can. I edit these episodes and I can hear the crickets, especially that consistent cricket, the one that goes like doesn't chirp, chirp. It's just the constant tweet. I don't hear that. Like, I don't hear the separation of it like you do. Mm -hmm. Of course. uh, It's one of those things you've learned to tune out. Well, number one child also hears all the sounds like you do. Yeah. He has an ability to segregate them in his brain. That is something I'm struggling with because I also have auditory processing disorder and so segregating sounds in my brain doesn't always work right. Well, I don't know that he's segregating them, but he does hear more sounds he than, does. than I do. Yes. He, and you know what sounds he's hearing because you guys have had those discussions. Yes. So. so, life is fucking crazy. Job is fucking crazy. No, it's just email that's fucking crazy. <laughs> that's oh all. my God. Just email. And so this coordinator guy, he comes in today and he observes me again and says, you need to keep doing exactly what you're doing. And that was very validating. And then he said, what can I do to help you? And I said, how would you like grading a stack of tests and projects? And he says, I can do that. I'll be here tomorrow at 730. Because nobody's emailing him. I know. Fuck. (laughs) You should have said, take some email, please. You know. But yeah, probably getting the papers graded is quicker. Yeah. And so, yes, I'm getting help because they believe in me. That's great. It is. I'm really happy somebody else is grading the papers. I know. You would come home from work and I'll just be sitting at a table or in the sofa chair. There's stacks of math papers everywhere. Some of them fell down the other day because you had them on the arm of the chair. And uh, number two child went over there to try to be helpful and pick them up. I said, no. Leave them right there because Jess will know what order they go in. And if Jess sees that they fell down, Jess will know that they might be out of order. So just leave it. And it's true. And because they were stacked specifically and they had fallen kind of as a clump, I was able to just rearrange them and it was okay. Yeah, he would, and he he would wouldn't not have. No, no you are he, correct. He was trying to be helpful. But, but that's sweet. That, that would have not been That's helpful. good that he was trying to be helpful. His helpfulness has been a little bit challenged lately. Yeah. Yeah, we'll talk about we'll that. We'll talk about that another time. I, I just don't want to. How's your work been? You're back full time now. I am back full time. 
Uh-huh. And the funny thing that I mentioned to you recently is I can tell all the women who are very focused on weight um, because those are the ones that say to me, George, you've lost too much weight. And then I acknowledge that, yes, this is true. You have lost too much weight. <laughs> that I have been trying to remedy it and it is not being remedied because I have limited workout ability. Sinus infection kept me from desserts and dairy, which horrifies them. Oh, I bet. Anybody that I've mentioned that to. Yeah, that's how you would gain the weight, though, is with the sweets and the dairies. And Yeah. But yeah, that's like, also what makes the sinus infection snots. Yes, I didn't have any for right. the three weeks I had sinus infection. <laughs> fucking three-week infection. Which is no fair, because I almost gained two pounds, and it went away right away, because I didn't have any more dessert, which is a terribly sad thing. It is. Not to have dessert. I made you cupcakes. Actually, number three child made you cupcakes. She she enjoyed making cupcakes, and she was quite pleased with all the teeny tiny little cupcakes. She was. They were small cupcakes. Yeah. So. So besides that, we have a new student working with us, and she's actually my age. Mm-hmm. As I mentioned to you, they have a PhD in a science, have now decided that they would like to change fields. They have a hard science degree, and now they're getting into mental health. It sounds funny when you say it that way, but yes. <laughs> it is true. <laughs> you know, you've said it before, and I've heard it said by other people, that if you go into the psych field, there's generally a reason related to your own psychological well-being. Young age training to bring the natural abilities. Uh-huh. Yeah, those are my quotes in the air. Uh-huh. Yeah. So I find that interesting that she's coming into this understanding later in life. Yeah. That's fun. And by fun, I mean almost I, as fun as my emails. <laughs> I think that this student might be competent enough to get the work done. Because I gave her an assignment yesterday and she gave it back to me today. That's good. And it looked like it's done correctly. Yay. So there won't be like a like with the last one, you it wasn't just uphill, it was uphill acrobatics and they still weren't getting it. That is unfortunate. Any gendery things at work you were I don't know. I think I remember you saying something, but it's been so crazy that my brain is a sieve. I'm I'm sorting through pictures in my head of things that might have been at work that were gendery. You're sorting through pictures in your head. I love that. Yeah, that's how it works. Uh huh. See, I run down the table of contents in my head. That's way too many words to fit in my head. <laughs> Opposites attract, baby. Yep. <laughs> Well, I will try to write down any gendery things. Okay. But but I can't recall any outside of the oddity of the, the weight comments. I, I find it kind of sad that, like, at the beginning of the year, we were having all these great gendery conversations. Yes, we had time for that. We did. And then the boy came back, your health got nuts, and then my job got nuts, and there's no time for thinking about things, gendery or otherwise. <laughs> No, there's not. But apparently then we need squirrels because everything is nuts. Uh-huh. They could bury the nuts and maybe everything would be better. Ah. Uh, yeah. Uh. It's probably enough now, huh? <laughs> is that it now? That should be it. We'd love to hear from you, so let us know what you think or what you want to hear about by emailing us at transpantastic at gmail.com or by commenting at our website, transpantastic.net. Don't forget to subscribe in Stitcher, 
iTunes, or your favorite podcatcher, and leave us reviews and star ratings. Disclaimer time. We are neither your doctor nor your mental health professional. We are here to discuss our own lives, so we take no responsibility for your decisions based on our discussions. If you are considering transition, please seek professional assistance. If you are considering parenting while transitioning, you definitely need professional assistance. All contents are distributed under a Creative Commons no-derivative license and may be shared freely in their entirety. Any alteration or less-than-complete reproduction requires permissions of the hosts. Thanks for listening! So a couple weeks ago you said to me, Hey, maybe we should change the, like, number of times we, I don't know. It's night, I don't talk now. <laughs> um, I'm not... As queer as you always have this question in your head, you know, that's just how that works. Say it again, I'm sorry. My, this time <clears> it was my <throat> stomach that decided <throat> to make noise. Is that what that was? Yes. Okay. Or it, maybe my intestines. When you're done with your science, you let me know, and I will talk to the microphone. Go ahead. Okay. What was I saying? As queers. Oh. But it also means... <coughs> we're both a little sick right now. I can't seem to get rid of the cough. And I can't seem to shake the sinus infection or the fucking dog. <laughs> the dog shakes himself, dear. I know. That's what was annoying you. I, I don't shake small mammals anyway, but... No. No. You do science, I do the obvious thing that's happening. (laughs) We will eventually get back to the topic. So, what was I saying? (laughs) Put a rainbow on it. Okay. Yes. Good. Oh, God. Student might be... um, Boy, the word went away and it started with a C. They might be able to do the work, whatever the... Competent. Competent, yeah, that's it. That's <laughs> Would you like to start that Yeah, again? yeah. <laughs> <laughs>